This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, it's not that I was like, it's not that I was insulted because it's a funeral, but I, I didn't get an invite. Jordan, you don't need an invite for a funeral. It's kind of an open, an open invitation for everybody who knows them to come. Nuh-uh. Yes. Nuh-uh. Have you never been to a funeral before? I mean, I've been to my family's funeral, but that's it, basically. And I was invited to that, obviously. You don't... You, you just show up? Yeah. What do you think? You where think, do you get the information about you, where it's from? On the website of the funeral home, possibly. Oh. So you think that a family who is grieving in their moment of hardship has to go out and send RSVPs to everybody for the funeral? Oh. Jordan, come on. God. There's so much to learn. Jordan Silver and Friends, 6-9 on 96.5 The Buzz. That one goes out to the moon because it looks hella weird right now. Oh, it's going to even get in even bigger tomorrow. The snow moon is what they call it. Mm-hmm. You reported on it yesterday for the news. Closest in its orbit to the Earth at its fullest. Big. Scary. There were clouds in front of it on my drive about a half hour ago. Yeah, just like a horror movie. I love it. Kind of love it. That's why we had to play some AWOL Nation right there. Um, I don't know. But when the moon is like this, I can't sleep. But I also have two DJ gigs coming up today and tomorrow. How's that been going? Hmm. I'm up to, I'm going to bed at like 11 o'clock now, but editing music. That's too late for you. I know. But the thing is, with rap music, the verses go on for so long. It's just like da 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 and then you think here comes the pre-chorus and then the the hook, but no, there's just more rapping. So I took on this project of taking like 50 songs and cutting down the unnecessary lyrics. So you are remixing them in a way. I'm just cutting them down. Okay. But that is the absolute worst thing to do before going to bed, because when you lay down, all you hear is all the music that you've been cutting. So, oh, that's the worst. So I'm here on one minute of sleep. What was your what was your sleep like? What was your day like yesterday? So yesterday, I had to bring our, my daughter to the doctor's appointment. She okay? She is. It was okay. just a normal checkup. Yes. Oh, uh, this I don't know if this violates HIPAA, but it's me saying it. When we were at the doctor's office, the doctor, a cardiologist, said, oh, it looks like the hole in her heart has closed up on its elf. And we're like... The what and the where? You didn't know that she had a we hole in her? No, no. <gasps> doctor, we were never informed of that. So this is your first doctor's fault? Apparently. <gasps> I feel like that's something we should know. I think so, too. Poor little Cora had what? a hole in her heart. Uh, I mean, it's good now, but it, I feel like that's something I would have liked to have known about. I think so. But well, you know, it was a very traumatic situation. Was. Maybe either A, maybe they told you and you were just like, you took that information. Or B, maybe they're like, we can't put another piece of hay and straw on this poor camel's back possibly well we everything checked out well good because we she's how old now four and a half ish months she walking is she like talking she can stand up by holding on to things now and oh my she's gonna be walking and crawling soon this is where it gets crazy this is where you'll find her like 
downstairs in the cabinets. Probably. You'll we'll, we'll lose her for two minutes and be like, oh my God. <laughs> I have a national story on it. <laughs> so we decided to get some lunch after. There's nothing like going to an Outback Steakhouse at 2.30 in the afternoon. <laughs> the service is wonderful. Our we She had one other table and it everything we needed. And then it was nice seeing all the old people. They were all kind of staring at us like, what are these people doing? This young couple. Yeah, this young out, couple out in their the 30s. Afternoon. <laughs> Did you get a blooming onion? We didn't. We both got some steak. Did you order it in an Australian accent? <sighs> Missed opportunity. One time I went out with a girl and went to, of course, because this is a great date place, <laughs> Outback Steakhouse. And I was like, I saw the menu and I was like, oh, I haven't been here in so long. Can I please order a Bloomin' Onion in an Australian accent? <laughs> and she looks at me and she gets really excited and she goes, can you please not? Deal breaker. I know. Mm, that's disappointing. I still did it in the accent. No one was impressed. I don't know why. It's my best thing. I think you should get a free Bloomin' Onion if you do. Because your accent isn't like kind of good. I, I, you, I am transported to Australia when you speak. I met some Australian girls uh, and I told them I did an Australian accent. They're like, Ugh, I don't want to hear this. I really don't want to hear this. Everybody thinks that they can. Are you going to tell us to put the shrimp on the barbie? You know? Yeah. And I was like, no, no, no. Check this out. I can say anything that you want me to say. I love this band, The Living End, and they from Australia. And they taught me how to speak like this. And then the Australian people were like, oh, yeah, that's really good. Really close. Oh, good day, mate. Yeah. Good day. Mm. Mm. Good day. Good day. Mm. Good day, mate. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. All right, class. You know, 100 years ago in Kansas City, I can read news stories all day long, but to get a good idea of what it was actually like 100 years ago in Kansas City, you got to hear some of the classified ads that are in the newspaper. They housing. Had classifieds back then? They had classifieds back then for housing, jobs, and more. We will get to that when we get to 100 years ago. The uh, Kansas City, Kansan newspaper is the one we're looking at right now while the Kansas City Star moves their archives over. But first, let's start a little bit more modern. Kind of. I don't even know you can say that this is modern. Chris, what happened on this day in 2013? This blew my mind. So back in 1864, we had the 13th Amendment, which abolishes slavery. Well, Mississippi never ratified that until six years ago. One more time, <laughs> slavery only became abolished in the state of Mississippi on this day. In 2013, six years ago. Seven years ago. That's what? They were the last holdout. Everybody else, well, if, if they need a three quarters of these states back then to mm -hmm. have agreed to it, which was December of 1865. Three quarters of the states were like, yeah, this is crap. Let's just get rid of this. They never filed the paperwork. No. Mississippi never filed the paperwork. And the, the reason they found that out, because the movie Lincoln, they showed in the movie that they never had ratified it. So somebody's like, oh, when did they do that? Found out they never have. So movies changed history. Absolutely. Jeez, Mississippi. Come on. Oh, God, that's so gross. All right. Well, let's uh, move on. On this day in 1997, next 
merges with Apple Computer to rejoin with Steve Jobs. That's right. Steve Jobs got kicked out. He was in charge of Apple. Then he got kicked out, started his own company next, which later merges with Apple on this day in 1997. And that brings him back for what then becomes the revolution of Apple. Yes. On this day in 1994, Howard Stern stops a would-be jumper off the George Washington Bridge. Hello? Howard, I heard you talking. Yes? I'm a passerby. He's serious. Oh, he is? All right, then let me... I'm blocking traffic. I'm here with him. All right, let me talk him down. Wait, one minute. All right, give me that phone. I'm a professional. Uh Uh-oh, what do I say? Okay, so that was the beginning of it. When he gets the phone to the jumper, Howard Stern asked the man what the lady looks like on that just handed him the phone. Of course. Thank you for your... How is she? Is she nice looking? Nah. (gasps) Fat cow. Big Uh, fat cow? He called her a fat cow. The woman tried to save him. This sounds like Howard Stern and the people that listen to Howard Uh. Stern. (laughs) Am I wrong? You are not wrong. Did the guy jump? Now I... Mm. All right, move on. On this day in music history, 1993, loosely music history, Carmen Electra releases her <laughs> self-debuted, self-titled debut album, Carmen Electra. Here's her song, "Go Go Dancer." As you paint the scheme of things, you'll find you're living in my dreams. Yeah, I'm the Go Go Dancer. Go Go I thought you said that was awful. That is awful. That's a banger. No, the video is even worse. (laughs) Fine. I just saw when I was putting all this stuff together that Carmen Electra released an album. I was like, I hadn't heard this yet. Chris, please grab a clip. Uh, You're like, this is the most awful thing you'll ever hear. All right, fine. On this day in 1974, Mel Brooks' film Blazing Saddle satire movie opens. Torn from the fiery pages of the mightiest annals of the West comes the supreme saga in the great tradition of frontier drama. He rode a blazing saddle. It is ranked as one of the classic comedy movies of all time. It's about a man of color who is elected sheriff of a town in the Old West. Lots of satire in the movie. Lots of, like, it is one that did not make its way to this generation. No. It's almost hard to talk about, but... It would probably be canceled if it were released today. <laughs> it's, it's It was nominated for three Academy Awards. I mean, this is 1974. 35... 45 years ago? I'm not justifying it. I'm, oh, I'm just saying. Blazing Saddles came out on this day in 1974. Well, on this day in 1943, shoe rationing begins in the United States. And here's the government's explanation on how we should do our rationing. This is point rationing. This is the way to assure everyone here at home an equal opportunity to get the same fair share. This is the way to assure food for our fighting men and for our fighting allies. Share and share alike is the American way to victory. Ain't that communism? 
Well, I was actually thinking about that yesterday, and there was a lot of socialistic tendencies that they required of their citizens back in World War II. Also, it says that you could purchase up to three pairs of shoes. That was your shoe rationing back in 1973. I literally own two <laughs> pairs of shoes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm good. I'm good. Not far off. Uh. In 1940, on this day, the second full-length animated Walt Disney film, Pinocchio, is released. I've never seen Pinocchio. You've never seen Pinocchio? No. Okay, it was a book first, and the book is dark. Very, 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 yeah. very dark. And Walt Disney originally wanted to keep the dark tendencies, but then decided, eh, if it's a Disney movie, we should probably just, you know, make him... A little bit more lovable than the real Pinocchio. But if you want to read a dark book, Pinocchio. I would love if, like, Quentin Tarantino could remake all the Disney movies. He could just take the original stories for what they were and, you know, clean up all the PG stuff to how these stories were actually written. Because I I looked at a message board Mm -hmm. about Pinocchio and why his nose grew. And this message board was discussing the book rather than the movie. (laughs) And it was like... Because we're all born inherently bad, and Epstein didn't kill himself, and... All right, did I get that one? Yes! All right. In 1936, the U.S. vice president's flag is officially established by executive order by Franklin Delano Roosevelt. It's four dark blue stars and an eagle. I didn't know that they had a flag. How come we don't have a flag? We should commission one. (laughs) Knowing you and I, it would look like some coat of (laughs) armor. Oh, this is my favorite one. On okay. this day in 1914, Charlie Chaplin debuts his silent film character, The Tramp, in The Kid Auto Races at Venice. I have some clip of his silent film. What'd you think of that? <laughs> it was, I'm I, dead. I, I had I'm dead. I'm dead. Far and low to find that audio. Well, because I don't know when it happens. I think it's like in the... Tw- 30s, but most of the silent films that we're reading about do not exist because there was a giant fire in a warehouse that housed all of the old silent films. So there's a certain date where there's a good majority of these movies that we'll never ever get to see because they didn't make double copies and there was a big fire. But yeah, thank you for finding audio silent. (laughs) Uh, Let's go back to the 1800s on this day in 1882. The last bare-knuckle boxing fight for the heavyweight champion took place in Mississippi City, Mississippi. One of our locals, Jesse James, actually attended the fight. And here's one of the little descriptions of the fighters. This is the man Sullivan has to beat. Bare-knuckle champion Irish Paddy Ryan. Wax on his mustache, but iron in his fists. Oh, isn't that Could beautiful? Could you hear ESPN say that these days? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. Bare knuckle fight. 1882. Then they put some boxing gloves on. Ugh. On this day in 1817, Baltimore becomes the first American city lit by the gas street lamps. I bet that it smelled like River Market in the summer. Ooh, gross. Gas. <laughs> it's Friday. <laughs> on this day in local history in 1812... The strongest in a series of earthquakes strikes New Madrid, Missouri. I've got an eyewitness account of what happened. From 1812? From 1812. Okay. 
There was a great quaking of the earth this morning. Tables and chairs turned over and knocked around. All of us knocked out of bed. The roar I thought would leave us deaf. All you could hear was screams from people and animals. I don't know how we lived through it. That is a dramatic reading of an eyewitness account. I thought you took the DeLorean back to 1812, New Madrid, and... This is the best I could do for today. Okay. Uh, that place, man. Lots of earthquakes. It was the biggest one ever. They say it was bigger than the San Francisco quake, and they believe there's no actual like seismographs to record it, but they believe it was an 8.0, which, if you know anything about earthquakes, is a big one. Yeah, right. Right here. Right here in Missouri, <laughs> in New Madrid. New Madrid, Missouri. Okay, so 100 years ago, I went through the classified ads of the Kansas City Kansan because... Again, it kind of gives you a, a feel of what it was really like 100 years ago, okay? So the first one is a job. They're looking Ooh. for a job. Uh, they're looking for a sign inspector. The classified ad reads like this, quote, Man who owns auto or horse and wagon who can inspect and repair signs on the public roads pay is $5 each inspection. I like that. Like per sign? I like how that's the part that you stick to. When the sentence in the classified ad starts, man who owns an auto or a horse and wagon. Hey, you got to open it up to everyone in EEO, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> no matter your transportation. All right. For rent, someone is renting out a room. Nice furnished front room to a gentleman. Hmm. Call Oakland 222T. That was how phone numbers were back then. T? T, as in Thomas. Hmm. I don't know what would happen if you tried that. So it looks like... Even a hundred years ago, those that lived in Kansas City, Kansas, knew that Kansas City, Missouri was, quote, better. Take a listen to this. For exchange, two Kansas City, Kansas properties for one Kansas City, Missouri property near Westport Preferred. Valuation of our properties, $5,500. Not bad. And trading two pieces of land in KCK for one near Westport in Kansas City, Missouri. I would have done that. Not me. <laughs> Stacy would, too. All right, uh, two more. Male salesman. A wide-awake district manager wanted for a line of high-grade sanitary products. Call for full particulars. A wide-awake gentleman? High-grade sanitary products. I don't know what they're selling. I don't think they had tampons back then. I... Don't know the history of those, but let's move on. Okay. And the last thing from the classifieds 100 years ago in Kansas City. Woman or man wanted salary $24 a week, full-time to sell hosiery to wearer. No experience needed. $24 a week. That's like what you make now. It's not far off. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Let's do some unofficial holidays. Yes. It is officially... Wear red day. Damn it. I'm wearing red underwear. Move on. <laughs> it is wave at your neighbor's day. So if you see your neighbors out and about, you need to wave at them. Okay. All right. And Mine are usually worried about me because they hear me breaking up with Blanche all the time. I'm going to request we fulfill this last day. It is working naked day. Absolutely. Thinking lutely, not Christopher, no. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History. With Jordan Silver and friends. On the bus. Well, I did uh, 
I decided to use my eye benefits and get some new glasses. Again? As we know, yeah. You know how people are with shoes? Mm -hmm. That's what I'm like with glasses. You've been to my house. I realize that, but I feel like you just got glasses like three weeks ago. Mm, no, they this, these were like three months old. I love glasses. I have so many pairs. Again, shoe rationing, I'm good. But glasses, mm-mm. I need every kind, every pair. I All your glasses look alike. So there's a little subtle difference between every single one of them. So you're not crazy. You sound like the lady that works at the eyeglass shop mm. when she's like, try this new frame. And I'm like, oh, I don't like how it looks on me. It looks weird. She's like, it's just different. It doesn't look weird. But you got new glasses. I did. Oh, of course, you said yesterday that, oh, yeah, your glasses are kind of in the trend right now. Oh, they're so trendy. makes me want to throw them away. They're clear. Clear glasses are the absolute trend don't right now. Don't say that about things that I own. I apologize, but it's a fact, so I'm just telling you a fact. Well, I got these before everyone else, and I just waited to wear them until they got popular. I, I mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, you did have them before a lot of people, mm-hmm. but that's the trend. And when I went to the eyeglass shop, I was looking at all the things that I could choose from, and there were a lot of clear ones, and I was like, damn it, Chris took that, so I can't get clear glasses. So instead, I basically bought these like, molester-looking ones. No. Like the... The 80s ones? With a, you look like you're driving a windowless white van? Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But I will tell you, when you are shopping for glasses, Mm -hmm. maybe you don't feel like this, but, you know, you're putting these, you're taking off your old ones that you think look good and that are basically part of your face. Mm -hmm. You're putting on these new foreign ones, and then you have to look real close into the mirror. I have never felt so ugly. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. We might not be able to really talk about new chief stuff until August, but man, there's no limit to the number of stories about the Chiefs right now. They keep rolling in. Mm-hmm. And this one, Amanda Brown and her children were enjoying the parade route. They got there really early. Her son, Bentley, brought one of those Nintendo Switches and was playing it to pass the time because mm-hmm. nine-year-olds get bored quickly. Well, anyways, when that police chase happened right upon them, the crowd dispersed and his switch got trampled on <gasps> and completely destroyed. And then at the end of it, there, there was they saw the nine-year-old boy on the curb with his hands in his, his head in his hands just crying because his game just got destroyed. So four police officers from the Kansas City Police Department came up to him and they said, where's that the boy with that Nintendo Switch? And the mom pointed him out, and they gave him money to replace it. Oh, do you think it's from their pockets, or do you think it's from our pockets? Well, it's... The little boy would be crying about something totally different if those police officers <laughs> hadn't bravely ended that chase the way that they did. Sorry. I'm well, sorry your Nintendo Switch broke but come on man that could have been a disaster oh for sure and let's continue the cheese yes, okay sorry okay yep a midtown kansas city tattoo parlor is helping fans remember the kansas city chiefs win limitless tattoo near 30th and broadway is offering half off tattoos for any chiefs themed tattoo I had some friends that were like, if the Chiefs win, I'm going to get a tattoo. And I was like, what? And they're like, well, of something else, but like, this is the thing that's going to. Okay. All right. No. This, I mean, this is the 
there were over a million people at that rally. There are a lot of people that want to get a tattoo to to commemorate this mm. amazing moment. They better save room on a sleeve for all the rest of the years that we're going to win that big game, too. Damn right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, Jesse James. Mm-hmm. We all know that uh, infamous robber was straightening up a sign on the wall when he was shot and murdered. That's right. That's right. That's right. He got up on a chair. Mm-hmm. The theory is that his, well, it was his friend that shot him, but the theory is that he knew that he was about to get shot by his friend. Okay. He was about to be Julius Caesar, basically. Mm. Well, that sign that he stood up on that chair to fix has been stolen. Oh, no. What? Someone broke into the Jesse James Museum stealing several items, including pictures and the Bible Jesse's mother gave him. But people are real upset about that sign because that's a major historical It was the last thing he touched, yeah, before he was shot. I think it's weird how history can change change things because we are upset that a thief's sign was stolen. Damn it. Right. But I'm like, little boy, stop crying. (laughs) It's a stupid Nintendo Switch. Jordan Silver on the bus. So I found out that the woman that had my apartment before me downtown lived there for 10 years. That's a long time in an apartment. Right. But that's, I love that apartment. It's like my favorite place I've ever lived. Did she die in there? I, <laughs> damn it. No one ever told me that. Uh-oh. God, I hope not. You know, she probably did. People have said they've seen ghosts in my apartment, but I don't believe in ghosts. We're going to get into that a little bit later with you, Chris, because you have a ghost haunting Mm -hmm. your house. We'll talk about that coming up around 730. But with this, I love that apartment. And they're they're doing things to make the apartment smart now. Just kind of upgrade it. You know, there's like there's an app for our thermostat. I can be sitting on the couch and be like, oh, it's a little cold in here. Open up my app, not even have to get up off my fat ass and go turn it up. Right. They have one for the lights, too. When you walk in or when you get close. It automatically lights up? Mm-hmm. That's pretty set. cool. Yeah. But they have one for our front door now. Our front doors. What do you mean? An app to unlock our front doors. What? And I don't like that. Like a car remote start system? Basically. Basically. You hit a button and you hear, and then your door's unlocked. And I hate that. I hate that. Because I feel super safe where I live. Like, Top of a building, there's security there. You can't get on the elevator and get up to any floor without, you know, a key card. Mm -hmm. So it does feel very, very, very safe. But now I feel scared to death. Did they have to change out your door lock mechanism? Yes, yes, the one with the key. The key. So do you have a physical, like, metal key anymore? no? No. I have an app to unlock my door. The only way you can get in is through the app? Mm -hmm. What happens when the cell service goes down? I don't know. You don't, I know, and also I don't. I also don't like the fact that there is, because there will be a record of me going in and out of my house. You know what I mean? Like a key. Yeah. That's cool. I'm not doing anything weird. I'm not. Well, you know, I am doing stuff that, that's weird, but it's inside the apartment. Mm-hmm. But I just I don't like that. I don't like there being a record of every time that I go and. So this is gonna mess up apartment. your alibis. I know, especially because I live on the 30th floor. There's no scaling out of those windows. Do you have to be in close proximity to the door? Yeah, you have to be within the floor. Can you accidentally unlock your door without knowing it? Like, can you butt dial? Can you butt unlock your door? I think the safety is the fact that it has to be, you have to be on the floor before it can unlock, but still. To me, it's just like hackable for someone else. Yeah. Is it just for the front door or for the front building as well? No, the front building, you have a little um, key card. Hmm. Right? It should be maybe for the front building door, but... I feel scared. Right? What if you've got like a Nokia 8600? 
You got a lot more problems than a front door. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Not real. Yes, they are. I mean, I guess you have a little different experience as you're spiritual, first mm-hmm. off. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've worked at a funeral home mm-hmm. and embalmed bodies. Mm-hmm. But I don't believe in ghosts. They may not be ghosts per se, but there's definitely energy from that person that can still stay on this earth. Have you ever felt that energy leave a body when you were embalming it? I've heard. What? The soul leave the body you, or whatever what sound? that is. What sound does the soul? <laughs> so your soul's about to leave your was, body forever. I was cremating some bodies at three in the morning. One, well, not bodies, body. <laughs> can only do one at a time. And when it was heating up, I heard what it sounded like screams coming from inside. It was probably loose air. Ah, escaping from the body. Mm, I don't know. I I just don't believe in ghosts. I've never had an experience that I couldn't logically think through and explain why it was happening. So when I'm embalming a body and I hear heel steps on the marble floor upstairs, I go and check and there's nobody in the building. How do you explain that? There was somebody there earlier. You just missed them. You missed them. Boom. Boom. No, I've, I've got some reasons why I don't believe in ghosts. But you have reasons why you do. Because mm-hmm. have you ever... I have, in my experience, I have seen happy and pleasant dead bodies. And I have seen ones that look like they're terrified. And then when I hear the stories of what the families tell me versus what they believed in life and how that correlates to which ones are happy and which ones look terrified. Mm. Well, isn't that just kind of equated to what happened to them at the very end? Uh, not necessarily. All right, this is getting too spiritual for me. I'm, <laughs> I am the opposite of spiritual. Mm-hmm. I am so logical. I just have to be. I don't know. I can't open up that door in my soul. Uh, I'd love to help you unlock that door. Oh, you and every televangelist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so I don't believe it. I've got three reasons. Okay, what are they? Okay, number one, where are all the animal ghosts? Well, they don't have that pettiness to go try to scare someone into thinking, oh, look what we're doing. Really? Yeah. Really? And how do you know that the energy ghosts we see aren't animals? Because they take human form, but we'll get to that at number three. But there's no animal ghosts. I mean, if my cat's got a soul, people's cats and pets and the ways that people keep them and add them to their family. Mm-hmm. You're telling me there's no Well, you know when animal- you see like the movements out of the corner of your eye and you look and it's not there? How do you know that's not a little cat just jumping by? Because I did acid way too many times and it's an acid flashback. All right, number two reason why I don't believe in ghosts. Clothes don't die. Why are they wearing clothes on the other side? Is there like a pick and save on the other side? Because that's our body's way of computing what's happening. Because we don't know what's on the other side, and we don't know what the, the status of the attire of the dead people. But when they're portraying to us, they need to have a sense of familiarity, so that that's why they portray themselves as wearing clothes. That is some hocus-pocus baloney right there, Chris. Come no. on. Come on. No. Most of the ghosts, the, the people will see them in their favorite outfit that they wore in real life. So... The clothes died too with them? The clothes go to the other side? Maybe they were right back in the day when they buried themselves with all of those treasures. Shoot, bury me with Blanche. Anyway, and my last reason why I don't believe in ghosts, why are they all from the 1800s? 
The ones that you've seen. Now, I've not seen any. Every story is well, like she was wearing a big frilly dress from the 1800s. Oh, it's a, um, a soldier from the Confederate Army. No! You know why they all wear those clothes? Because all the opportunities that we have to see them have been in the past when people have been able to not be distracted because now we see i and my theory that we see ghosts all the time but we're so distracted on our phones that we don't actually see them okay okay people think that i am crazy but to me i'm sorry christopher i love you that sounds crazy like where are the ghosts in the jenko jeans from the 90s where are like the grunge rockers that didn't make it because they love drugs way too much? Where are they? Where's Kurt Cobain? Maybe they don't have any unfinished business. You don't think they have unfinished? There's a 27 club. <laughs> if you died at 27, you'd have some unfinished business. But bringing this up because you believe that there is a ghost in your house. I don't believe it. I know there is one. I have documented proof. Like mm. I don't know what what you want me to do about that. We're going to go over it right after this. Jordan Silver on the bus. First thing I want to say is I I don't believe in ghosts. That does not mean... Ghosts do not need you to believe in them for them to be there. I've got atheists on the text line going, yeah, you're right. I also have people that say that you're making more sense than I am right now. But it's spelled mm-hmm. since. But I know that the, it's a Friday. It's fine. I totally get it. There are no animal ghosts because... They don't have any ties to this S earth. Okay. <laughs> They're too pure. You're right about that one. Whoever texted that in. Um, but it's just like religion in the sense that just because I don't believe a certain way does not mean that I am devaluing you for what you believe. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what makes us so great. We're all so different. Um, so when I'm arguing with you about this, I it is purely mm, from my standpoint. And that's great that you've seen ghosts. I have. Does it make you feel better? It comforts me a little bit. And then I also got to know that you just got to be nice to them because they're more than likely not trying to harm you. Because once you die, you don't just become this vindictive person that wants to scare the S out of people all the time. Really? You might. Hey. So what's going on at your house? Because that's why we're talking about this. Mm-hmm. You came in and you were just like there's weird stuff going on and i again i feel like logic can explain everything but let's go all right the first thing that happens is our hall lights both upstairs and downstairs will randomly turn on and off for no reason whatsoever chris pay your evergy bill it is it is not due to a lack of payment Mm. i we will be sitting there we had friends over the light turned off we're playing a game we're like, hey, did you notice that? We're like, no, what's happened? Two minutes later, the light turned on. Two minutes later, it turned back off. Maybe Evergy is up the street, and they're like, these idiots. Oh, crap, it wasn't them. It was House 224. And then they put it back. They're like, no, wait. Did we get it right the first time? There's No. That's, that's my logical explanation that's, that's as to why your lights turn logical. on and off. Yes, it is. Some energy company guy is watching our house and be like, oh, turn them off. Turn them off. How can they do that one light bulb but not the whole house? Evergy. They changed their name to <laughs> Evergy. <laughs> Uh, what a lame name. <laughs> All right. What else are reasons that you, you believe in go- that your house is haunted? I have seen blue spots or glowing orbs or I call them gems that just randomly appear. They'll flash and then they'll go away. You live in Raytown. These aren't the police sirens driving by. Mm-hmm. 
I have I've gotten out of the shower twice now, and I looked. I thought it was maybe a mere reflection, but no, it is a flash of blue light, and it's the same color blue as in the photo that I sent you that we're going to be talking about at my last point on this. It's the popo. We live in Raytown. Anyway. This. Okay, whatever. One time we went, uh, this is one of the first years we lived in the house. We went away for the weekend. We came back. We had several pieces of our wall art off the wall that had been flung off. How do you explain that one? You should have hung it better. Am I wrong? You can no. Yes, you, you had art on your wall. You went on vacation. You came back. It's not on your wall anymore. Obviously, you didn't hang it very well. Do you use that three M stuff? I use the stuff where you that hook you put into the wall and it, it can like hold fifty pounds of bricks. Well, I guess fifty one pounds worth of pictures or whatever. No, it was all all the same wall, all on the same area of the house. So that's I hang my stuff up, stuff up very well. Hey, we just remembered that there's like a fault line in New Madrid, Missouri. Possibly there was a little rumbling and it knocked stuff off your wall. That's why it would make sense that it was one specific That's wall. That's a logical explanation, but mm-hmm. there was no seismic activity on the date in question. How do you know? You looked? I looked it up. Did you really? Look at me. Seismo. Did you? Thank you very much. I didn't either, so right. <laughs> I can't fight you on that one. And the biggest thing, this happened, I believe it was the week we moved into the house. And Alex's grandmother, rest her soul, she took a photo of us. And in that photo was a ginormous blue gem with a woman in like an old 1880s prairie dress. I told you! <laughs> Pink dress just standing there right next to the blue orb. Her all goes for the 1800s. <laughs> Why? I don't know, but that look at that photo. All right. I put it up on my Instagram, Instagram.com slash... Jordan Silver, Jordan with an I. It's on my Instagram story. If you want to see this picture that Chris is talking about, describe it one more time. It is a photo of me, and it is a a giant blue gem in the middle. Have no I, There's no logical explanation for that blue. There's no reflection. There's no mirror in the house. There's no nothing. And it's then a there's phone. A, what do you mean it's a phone? It's a phone. That's no, not a ghost. It's a phone. That photo was taken on an old flip phone. Yeah, was, which still had a light that no, lit no, no, up. No, 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 no. There, there was nothing next to us. No way. I promise it's, you. That is someone's hand, and that's someone ha- someone's hand holding a phone. No. There's no old lady from the 1800s in this picture, Christopher. Your house I mean, is not haunted. It absolutely is. Photos don't just have white, blue, bright gems of light just appear for no reason. They do if you've got your phone on and you're shaking it and you're like, hey, let's take a fake ghost photo. You can see this photo on my Instagram story, buzzfam, instagram.com slash Jordan Silver, Jordan with an I. If you take a photo of a phone, it is not going to appear like that. That's bigger than an iPad original one. I don't, Chris, no. I don't even see a lady in a dress in this either. I see a hand and a phone. No, you can, she's looking away from the camera but on the right here, that's her shoulder and her arm going down. That's a big, scary thumb. No, it's not. <laughs> I, it even perplexes my wife. Your that wife is something. Is very logical and lovely. All right. Well, how is, how is your newborn baby doing? Because aren't babies more susceptible to being contacted it's, by the ghost? It's fine, except every time we put her in the bed, she's always staring up in the corner and like... T- talking backwards in some Latin. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. All right, so we're just sitting here thinking about ghosts, and I'm thinking about this big show announcement coming up at 9 o'clock. People are texting in who they think the band is. Big band, small venue, 
Announcement at 9. Tickets go on sale at noon. That's a short window. That's because they're going to go real fast. And you can only buy two. A pair. Anyway, that's coming up at 9 o'clock. Jeremy has your information for that. Chris, tell us what's going on in the world. Jordan, were you here when Jackson County increased everybody's taxes by ridiculous amounts? Yes, we were friends, and you got very upset. Yes. Well, uh, Jackson County executives say that the next round of tax increments happening in 2021 won't be as bad as the last round. They'll be worse. (laughs) Many people use that word when uh, taxes go up in an area. They're saying it's uh, gentrification, possibly. Oh, God. Forcing people that have lived there for decades to move because Mm -hmm. they can no longer afford the increased taxes. And other people are saying that they're okay with the tax increases as long as they get better roads and sidewalks, which they probably won't. Who says they're okay with more taxes? None of my friends. Nobody I know, literally nobody that I know, is like, yes, please take more away from my children's mouths. Take more cat food away. Keep going. That's a bummer. It is. That's a mega bummer. So start saving now? So you can just give it straight to the government. Well. Any upper news? Billie Eilish, you know her? (laughs) Yeah. We go back. (laughs) Maybe. 17 years. Uh, She isn't the only star of her household. Did you know that? I mean, her brother plays alongside of her, but I wouldn't... Not even that. Maggie, her mother, Uh she has voiced several characters in the games Saints Row and Mass Effect series. She's one of the main characters. What? And she was also in Six Feet Under. Was it Eilish's mom? Yes. I, I knew that there was some smart marketing behind her. It's that my daughter is going to be the thing that I never got to be. Yes, uh, in Six Feet Under, she was in season five, episode one, the one where she is telling people that she's going to live a better life, and then she gets into a fight, and a uh, fire poker thing okay, nope, goes nope, into nope. her eyes. Okay, and... why did you... Spoiler alert. Not going to watch that episode. <laughs> so Billie Eilish's mom... Voice has done acting and voice stuff for video games? Yeah. Wasn't there a rumor that Laszlo was the voice of one of the characters or something in Grand Theft Auto? There, I, yes, there is a Laszlo in GTA. GTA 5, I heard his name on the radio. I wonder if it's our buddy. Huh. Probably. Statistically, it probably is. There's only one Laszlo. On February 14th, is, is this why you have a stack of your old girlfriend's photos? No, I just keep the... How how do you know about that? Well, at select Burger King stores on February 14th, if you bring in a printed photo of your ex, you will receive a free breakup box that includes a Whopper. You get a free Whopper if you bring in a picture of your Mm -hmm. ex. Yes, they're doing it in a partnership with the new movie, Birds of Prey, which is the new Harley Quinn movie, which opens today. But unfortunately, none of the Kansas City metros are participating. Wait, so we can't get a... So I just got to keep the picture of my... Keep them all. I don't know what you're doing with that stack of pile there. Mm-hmm. I wasn't going to give them away anyway. <laughs> These are my memories. <laughs> Jordan Silver and friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. You know, I know that I have accidentally left you out of a couple things in our friendship recently. A few? Yeah, I accidentally told you that I wasn't going to the last emo night and then... Had a miraculous recovery. That it was that one percent. I swear to you. Look mm-hmm. at me in the eyes. Look at me in the eyes. I swear to you, it was that one percent of feeling better plus obligation because I was DJing that event. Sure, that's what it was. And then the next time, that was my fault. The greeting committee show. I'm sorry, I just didn't get you tickets. But I also, it was snowing like crazy. 
and I didn't want you to risk your life. You had just been in an accident. We've talked about this before because I drove on the interstate, and I have no interstate on the way to get to the, where I needed to go for that. I know. Now I found out you were waiting out front. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I do feel bad about that one, especially because I know people in the band, and it could have been real easy now that I would. But if you were outside, I'd be like, So, of course, when I'm doing things, I think about inviting you to them. I mean, we're friends not just on this show, but in real life. Are we? Yes. But there are certain things. Actually, no. There's one thing that you don't get an invite to. You don't get to get into this club. Why are there's, you? Who are you to assume that I can't be a part of this? Me. Why? Because I said so. Because this is very important to my heart and my soul. How do you know it's not important to my heart and soul? Because you have to be able to answer questions and know something about this topic. You sent me the text message that said, quote, I'm wondering if I should watch the new Taylor Swift document uh, documentary or if I should watch this old episode of Parks and Rec. You sent that. That's only because I was about to fall asleep and I don't want to miss any of it. No. Everybody that went to that watch party last week physically had to stay away from Netflix for an entire day because it was released at midnight and we watched it at 7 o'clock. I would have loved to have participated in that. I've watched it twice since that party. That was a party of Swifties. I... We were having some of the greatest conversations I've ever had. I couldn't. I stopped myself and looked around. I was in a room full of people that understand something that I love as much as I love it. I would have loved to have been a part of that because very, very rarely am I in a group of people that love the same things I love you and can like talk about it. Taylor Swift as much as us doesn't have to be as much as Yes, long- it does. To be at our watch party, yes, it does. What's the minimum amount required to like that to, in order to be accepted into that group? All right, we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I've got eight questions here. You get two right. You get two right, <laughs> and I'll eat my invitation. I will invite you to everything from here on out. Oh, only two out of eight? <laughs> two out of eight. Why? Because these are hard questions, Uh-oh. and these are questions that everybody at the party knows. First off, the documentary was amazing. It was. Miss Americana. Yeah. It made me feel really sorry for her. When I watched the documentary, Miss Americana, the Taylor Swift one that was released last week, to me, it showed non-Swifties what we, as Swifties, already know that she was going through. I can see that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't add anything to what we know about her because we stalk her and (laughs) stuff. You know, like we know everything. Well, in my opinion, you you don't have to be a huge... Taylor Swift fan to watch this documentary because it's it's a fascinating portrayal of someone, just anybody in the music industry and their rise to the top and how lonely it is. Yeah, this is, she's an adult. This is an adult thing. She talks about the uh, sexual abuse case that happened in Colorado. Um, Just like the loneliness of being at the top, the problems with the inequality of gender. In the music industry, it's an adult documentary. She mm-hmm. swears in it, and it's kind of weird. Um, but all right, let me just... What song has Taylor Swift alluded to that she has a 20-minute version of, and where is that song? Um, She's got a... 20- nope. Go ahead. You got it? Is it uh, back to... Nope. It's all too well. Where is it hiding? It's in a, in a drawer somewhere in her house in New York. What are her brothers... What is her parents' names? <sighs> Bam. Nope. Scott and Andrea Swift. Her brother... <laughs> Austin, what is the name of the very first song she wrote? Taylor Swift. Everybody at the party knew this. Tim McGraw. Nope. Lucky you. Boom. It was even in the documentary, Chris. So you got that one wrong. Mm. What is the name of the first song that she won a Grammy for? 
Hold on. Uh, Three, uh, two, one. I don't know. White Horse from uh, Fearless. She won the best female country vocal performance. Is that the one that Kanye came up and... Oh, my uh, God. No, that was You Belong With Me. I mean, that, <laughs> that was like 2009. Right. Uh, what was the name of her last record label? Three, two, one. One. Swift. Big machine. No. See, you can't come to my party. You can't come to our party if you don't. I've got even more questions. I'm willing to learn all of this stuff. Right. Well, you needed to know that stuff to be able to come to our party. When, when you're having a party with a group of people that are obsessed over the same thing. You're not being very inclusive, Jordan. Shoot. Well, maybe you're not being educated enough. So you should probably know these things. So it's my fault that you're excluding me based on the information that I am lacking. It is. <laughs> God, it's, you can't sit with us. <laughs> Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. We've got DJ Tiberius here. He's a tour DJ for Strange Music. Hello, sir. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I, you've. You know Slim Fast. That's mm-hmm. how originally you got yes. associated with the buzz, right? Yes, I I met Slim Fast when I started going to public school in like eighth grade, and so I did. Think he, he have hair? Oh, he had long hair. Really? He had. I got pictures of him with like shoulder long hair, if I remember correctly. Oh wow! Yeah, I need to see those. Yes, I can show you. Those. <laughs> <laughs> but you guys go way back. Yeah, and you've come on Laszlo's show a bunch of times before, yep. and then yep. I got super lucky because. There was a, an event that I was having <laughs> to DJ, and you thankfully reached out and said, I will help you yeah. figure this out. Yeah. And you did, and since then it's been amazing. But um, I've been to your performances before, mm-hmm. um, especially Silent Discos, where you have those three little channels that you can <laughs> listen to stuff, and I was always on your channel because yep. I love the music. But um, how long have you been doing the DJ biz here in so, Kansas City? So... Uh, I actually, my DJ career just became of drinking age uh, last month, so 21, 21 years. Wow. Yeah. yeah, and I actually just got my first uh, driving. Hopefully that was your... But that's because I turned 21. I'm young. Exactly. You know, my DJ careers were young, and it makes sense to get pulled over for things that happen when you're a DJ in a club. My and cat has one, too. Drinking all night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so 21 years, and technology has changed so much. Yeah, massively. Um, oh, my gosh. So I don't have to worry about people thinking I'm bringing a bomb on the airplane anymore because when I used to, you have to carry your records. If they'd go under the plane, they would warp. Oh God! So I used to have to walk in with my record case, which looks like a huge. They do look like there's. Yeah. And I so I used to have fun with it. I would actually uh, uh, use handcuffs and handcuff it just because I'm because just I'm already going to get looks anyways you know so you know I like to mess with people a little bit <laughs> I mess with TSA as well but it's in it's the fact that I'll go through the thing that was before TSA be- was a big deal okay. TSA back then was pretty lenient okay. and it, I just had to deal with them once like okay. I just go and they're like is this a bowling bag and I'm like no this is records and I'd show them and then we're good and then the rest <laughs> of the looks just was for my own little sh- Giggles. My situation yeah. is I'll go through the thing and then it'll beep and then they'll be like, is that a guy or a girl? Which one of us is going <laughs> to, which one of us is going to frisk her to see? Yeah. Or him? I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but we are talking about the silent disco happening tonight at yeah. Parlor. Starts at nine o'clock yeah. for the American Heart Association. It's National Wear Red Day. Mm-hmm. You've got red accents. I do. I'm going to have more red accents. You know, I've always been taking the, uh, code of Johnny Black or Johnny Cash very seriously and have been known as the man in black. So 
I will still wear in black, but there will be a lot of red accents, so that way I'm nationally red in some I sort of way. Just, <laughs> just, just put my Chiefs jersey in the laundry. Now I have to pull it out. Yeah. Because, you mm -hmm. know, it's like the only red that I have. <laughs> um, but this party is also going to kind of be, I mean, it's unofficial, mm -hmm. but a cel the continuing celebration. Yeah, we wanted to continue the celebration of Kansas City and celebrating our team finally winning, you know, um, that's as a sports team. You know, for me, I've been a fan since the day I moved here in 93. I actually was born in Washington, D.C., so I was a Redskins fan growing up. Mm -hmm. But it was an easy transition when I came here at the age of 10, and we just had gotten Joe Montana. So I went from being a, a Redskin to a Chief. So it was not a hard transition from, in you know. Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, you know, yeah, I've been waiting for this day for a long time, and Obviously, there was a lot of partying that's happened the last few days. This one's going to be a little bit more high-end and kind of just, hey, let's on a legit level dap each other and, you know, have fun and, and celebrate right. our team. So, so. We've got, you've got all the songs that they have made famous mm -hmm. these past couple weeks. Uh, Fight for your right to party. Mm -hmm. The hands go up song. Mm -hmm. And they stay there. All you do is win. All you do is win. <laughs> I should know the words. I should know it's the names okay. of these songs. Don't worry. I'm the Google of music. Yes, you are. <laughs> is there anything else that has kind of like stuck with the Chiefs with this win? Uh, so Red Kingdom uh, Tech made that last year. Um, I don't feel like it hit like it should to uh, should have until this year. I feel like they've people, the fans feel finally embraced it. Um, I actually made an edit using the Tomahawk Chop in that and actually just re-pushed it out two days ago. Nice. Um, so it's, you know, half of the mashup is the instrumental for Red Kingdom, and then it gets into the, the tomahawk chop, which I think is proper, but I know they couldn't have gotten the rights to get that done. So, but there's, you know how There's also a Nelly song, Shake Your Tail Feather, that starts with, like, the whoa. It sounds, yeah. It's, okay. Yeah, it's the, back, the background is, like, the, the tomahawk chop. <laughs> when I hear that, every time I'd hear that for the past weekend, I would just, like, go, boom, boom, yeah. we do it for fun. <laughs> 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 uh, but um, I am so thankful that you came into my life because yeah. this kind of DJing that I'm doing right now, I don't even know why they have the same letters as DJing really with music because it is completely different. You know, what's funny is a lot of times when I would tell my parents, friends that I was a DJ, they're like, oh, yeah, you got a good voice. And I'm like, that's not the kind of DJ that I am. Right. But great. Thank right. you. It, it wasn't until, like, hands-on <laughs> that you showed me, like, what to do, gave me, like, the little, yeah. uh, roundabout of how to do things that I realized how complex and mm -hmm. very different it is. Mm -hmm. But it is so fun. Yeah. It is the most fun. Just sitting there, even in my house, mixing this together and mixing this together and hitting this on the perfect spot. It, yeah. it makes the little happy things in my brain explode. Yeah. Like drugs. Yeah. But without drugs. But without drugs. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we're talking about a silent disco going on at Parlor tonight for the American Heart Association. I'm with DJ Tiberius. And uh, do you, when you do a set for a silent disco, do you have to think any differently about what to play? No. Than a regular, I, quote, regular I'm going to be straight about it. Like, I have folders, but I never pre-prep. Mm -hmm. Unless there's, like, a specific reason. Um, for me, my biggest thing is reading the crowd in the moment. And that's why a lot of times I get a lot of the, especially at a thing like this where there's three channels, that's why I get a lot of the colors. The headphones usually go to my color. Okay. You know, because for me, that's how you should, you should have your folders. That's pre-work that you do. But you should be able to, what I... I mean, your DJ talent's good, your skill's good, but your ability to read your crowd, to me, is number one. Absolutely. Uh, th that, that is the one thing that mm -hmm. we have in common 
with regular DJing, like booga, booga, like yeah. you, and then what we're doing here. It's like you have to play to the audience that's mm-hmm. listening. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad that you mentioned that because there is a slight DJ battle going on at 10 o'clock today at the Silent Disco at the Parlor for that's American Horses. Yeah. It's me versus Ponch from uh-huh. The Point, who is a legendary man in the music scene here, uh-huh. who you also work with. Yes. At Strange Music, so that's cool. I love it. It's like David and Goliath. Yeah. Um, oh, please. You well, yeah. You're if you're David, that means that you're gonna win on this one. I feel a little bit like David. Um, but but like, just know that you got a Goliath behind you. That's right. You're gonna stand there with me. Uh huh. It's gonna make me nervous. No. Unless you're giving me a massage. I will give you a massage. Okay, I love that. Silent Disco tickets are still available for this. It's happening at the parlor tonight. Starts at nine o'clock. It's for the American Heart Association. Other DJs there. We got Ashton Martin, mm-hmm. we got Donna, we got Hayden. So, you know, uh, most of this team has been with us doing the silent disco since we started a year ago. Uh, uh, Donna is one of our, this is one of our first times, which we're excited. We work with her a lot. Um, but, uh, and then obviously bringing you and Ponch on board for your battle is, uh, see, I like that kind of stuff. I, for me, well, I want to give people a reason that if they've already been there, What's new this time? So I feel like that's a nice little new spin, other than the fact that we are, Kansas City is the world champs right now. That's right, damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, it's going to be super fun. Uh, I'm a little nervous, but, the, you know, when you get out there and you get on your own equipment, mm-hmm. it becomes something very different. So if you want to see that, that's also coming up at 10 o'clock tonight at Parlor. But the Silent Disco for the American Heart Association opens at 9. Tickets are still available. You can get them right now. The link is 965thebuzz.com. And, um... Any uh, any preview of anything that you're going to play tonight, or are you keeping it all? Um, I once again, it's my brain functions the way it does, so I can't tell you that. I, like, I, I do know I'm going to do one of my sets at one point. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm probably going to play some Roddy Rich. I'm probably going to play you know some of the new bangers, play some of my new remixes. Thank you for using the word bangers. Yeah. People, <laughs> you don't get what that means. <laughs> no, I, I, I do. I, I brought it to the station. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing is you also in DJ dichotomy, like you have to hold your bangers for a little bit later. Like in this kind of situation, the thing that's nice is you actually can play earlier because we're constantly battling each other, mm-hmm. so all three of us. So it's that place of, uh, I mean, I guess I could tell one of my secrets that I learned on the first one. I don't know. Maybe I should. I'll just tell you off air. Uh, I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't know. Oh, the other DJs to know about well, yeah, of course. I mean, I'm going again against Ponch at 10 o'clock okay. for a DJ we'll, battle. We'll sit see. down over some coffee and I'm going to tell you what's going to make your all the headphones turn to your station. Good. I'm very glad. And, I'm going to need that. Yeah, there's one strong element that I discovered through. Does it have anything to do with booties? No. Okay. But it can make the booties go in your direction. Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> Talking about these uh, silent disco at the parlor tonight, American Heart Association. Tickets available right now, 965thebuzz.com. DJ Tiberius, I love you. Thank you so much for yeah, coming in. Of course. If you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fix during the weekend, check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.